You're listening to the Multiple Streams of Income podcast, episode 17. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Multiple Streams of Income podcast. Um, I'm going to be talking with a longtime contact of mine today, Scott McGrath. And Scott's going to talk about a really unique opportunity to set up trusts. And there is also uh, an income opportunity included with this. But you may be interested in just the trust part itself. Uh, I know I learn a lot every time I hear Scott talk about these trusts. And um, this is not something that perhaps most financial advisors um, or accountants even know about. So I think you'll find it interesting. And again, um, there will be uh, an income opportunity related to this. So Enjoy, and we'll check in at the end of the episode. Hey, Scott, how are you doing today? Wonderful, thank you. Excellent. Yeah, Scott, I've been wanting to have you on this uh, on this podcast for a while now. We I don't even know how long we've been, um, you know, working together on various things. I'm guessing it's probably at least it's probably creeping up on ten years. I don't know if it's quite that long or not, but. Um, you've always been a good, uh, good, solid person in contact of mine, and I've always enjoyed working for you and making some videos. So, you know, maybe let's give the listeners a little background on, you know, some business ventures that you've uh, you've undertaken in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, and, and then we'll walk them up to where you're at today with Nexus. Sounds like a deal. So, um I think when we first met, you were doing some uh, credit repair stuff. Um, like, what's your background, um, you know, going back a ways? So um, I'm, I'm a financial planner by trade. And when I first met you, I was working with a law firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the law firm was doing credit repair because uh, uh, that's one of the products they had. But um, one of the other products they had was a trust program, a program where uh, you're able to cut the tax bill for a business owner. And when I started working with the law firm, um, uh, this was about, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Um, I was just looking at all the things that this law firm did. And uh, I realized that, Hey, there's something here. There's a, there's basically a product or program here that, um, I'm already doing financial planning. I've been doing it since 2002. Um, I started out with American express, uh, financial advisors. I had a series seven, a uh, all the brokerage licenses you could have, um, trading anything and everything as far as stocks or bonds or um, option trading for my clients, doing all kinds of trading for my clients. So mm-hmm. I, I've learned, I learned how to do financial planning since 2002, um, or actually 2003, I believe. Yeah, so uh, February of 2003 is when I started. So, um, But I learned how to how to take care of the customer, how to find the right recommendations for them. And then when once I found out, uh, started working with this law firm for, for a lot of their products, 
because I had I had clients that had needs. They needed things. They needed mortgages. They needed all mm-hmm. kinds of things. So, um, and I was working with this firm, and they they had a trust that they sold where they cut the tax bill of the uh, the, the customer. And uh, I looked into it. I uh, went to some meetings, went to some seminars that they had, and uh, I just found out that hey, we're sitting on a gold mine here because. Uh, most of the time when I meet with a customer, a lot of the times uh, they don't have any discretionary money to pay for insurance or pay for the, all the things that they really need. Mm-hmm. So this, this trust program, what it does is it is it frees up cash flow for the client, for the customer. So uh, they have a business. If, they're, if they don't have a business, doesn't matter. Uh, it, it usually works for business owners, but uh, even someone that does not have a business necessarily, but they still get like a 1099 and they actually control their income. As long as they're not W-2 income, we can help them. And so what, what we learned is um, I was able to sell a lot more insurance and other financial products to my clients by freeing up the cash flow through this trust mm-hmm. program. And so, um, you know, this firm that we work with, they've got several thousand clients and and we're, what 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 we decided to do was to take their program and to expand it into, um, and and make the marketing better, make mm-hmm. uh, make the make the product even better by adding um, some other client services. Like we hired a guy from Wells Fargo um, that had worked there for fifteen years, or, or was in banking for fifteen years, and was a he was a branch manager at Wells Fargo for nine years. And, and he knows how the, the trust works from the banking side or from the retail side. So we hired him and he's providing uh, a lot of uh, client services on the banking side, mortgages for the trust clients. And so we just took a program that we found and we're, we've made it a lot better. And we've, um, we, we've helped our customer by basically increasing their cash flow 20 to 30%. And mm. it's just amazing. Um, it's amazing what you can do when you when you meet with a customer. Maybe their business is struggling. Mm-hmm. You know they own they own a little. Um, maybe they're a, own a roofing company, or maybe they own uh, a little business of some sort, some little cell phone store or some little retail business. If, if you walk in the door and you say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to show you how to increase your cash flow by twenty percent without doing without having to buy anything. Uh, mm-hmm. All you have to do is change your structure." Mm-hmm. Uh, change the structure of your business. So, um, you know, without buying any new policies or buying any, uh, they do have to purchase a trust though from us, but uh, <clears throat> they're not having to um, uh, change their, um, their their cash flow scenario. In other words, it's not costing them money every month to, to, to use this structure. We just simply change their structure and give them the right structure. And now, boom, their, their cash flow goes up 20 to 30%. Um, hmm. I, if I, I, if I'm a business owner and someone walks through the door and says, "Hey, I want to increase your cash flow twenty to thirty uh, percent," would you give me ten minutes to show you how it works? Hmm. Um, you know, we we haven't had anyone say, "No, get the heck out of here." Yeah, yeah, really, <laughs> really though. So a fair number of the listeners to this show, um, you know, I mean, myself included, know very little or nothing about how a trust works so maybe can you walk us through you know really simple yeah logic you know what what the purpose of a trust is and how it can work for you know the average person there might be some people listening to the show that have 
you know, uh, substantial um, funds invested somewhere that they might not know what to do with. So what's the advantage of the trust and how does it work? Okay, great. So normally when you say the word trust, people are thinking about a living trust. They're thinking about a trust that maybe their grandma and grandpa had. Uh, and they're thinking of, of a trust, but they're always thinking about the wrong type of trust. Okay, because living trust or grantor trust or uh, simple trust or revocable trust. That's 99.99% of all trusts fit, in, fit into those four categories. Mm -hmm. uh, they're either a living trust, simple trust, grantor trust, or revocable trust. If you have a, one of those types of trust, um, you don't get what we call the five living benefits. Uh, and the five living benefits, just so you know, is asset privacy, asset protection, asset control, tax benefits, and peace of mind. So if you're not getting the five living benefits, then uh, that's that's what we explain is is with our trust you get the five living benefits, mm -hmm. um, and and with these other trusts you don't get them you don't get any asset control or privacy you could actually lose your assets in a living trust uh, with a simple mm -hmm. lawsuit from a creditor, um, and so there, there's a lot of so there's a lot of benefits but when you ask about you know what is a trust how does it work or how does it help my business. What we first have to explain to the customer is that um, you're used to making your money and then taking your money and buying assets and owning the assets you buy. That's what people do. They make money, they take their money, they buy their assets, and then they own everything that they, that, that, that they buy. What we show you how to do is to make your money, but let the money flow into a trust where the trust buys and owns everything. Instead of you buying and owning it, Mm. You let the trust buy and own everything. And so, in other words, um, it, it's like it's like if someone was walking around with a target on their back, uh, that's what it's like living uh, in, in what I call the personal structure, where you buy everything, own everything, mm -hmm. and, and, and everything. You have this target on your back. You could easily be sued. You could easily, and you're going to be paying a lot of taxes. Uh, so mm. when you decide to own everything and buy everything, and let all the money come to you. You have to um, you have to go through lawsuits and you have to pay lots of taxes. But if you let your income, you can earn your income, but let the income go into a trust structure where the trust owns everything, the trust buys everything, and there's absolutely no target on your back because because you don't own anything. And mm. so um, J D Rockefeller, John Rockefeller, the wealthiest man ever, uh, you can look him up, but uh, he he was famous for saying, "Own nothing but control everything." And that's how he grew his company so fast was that he didn't own anything and he let his trust own everything. And, and therefore he took, he, you take the target off your back when you, when you don't own it. And mm. so, but again, it has to be the right type of trust. It cannot be a living trust, revocable trust, any of those types of trust. It has to be a specific type of trust that where you get all those benefits. Mm. Uh, and so if, you, if you're a business owner like yourself, or you're saying, Hey, what's a trust? How's it going to help me? What, what the way it helps you is allowing you to um, to have a structure that's right next to you that you control, but you just don't technically own it. Uh, mm. You know, because if you're if you're 60 years old, you know, in 25 years, statistics say that you're going you're going to die. So in mm -hmm. 25 years, you're not going to own it anyway. So what we do is we show people that uh, if you're not going to own it anyway in 25 years, why not? sell everything to a trust that you don't own anyway, but you control it 
And not only do you control it until you die, you control it when you die, and then you control it from the grave for the next thousand years. So mm. it makes a lot more sense to, you know, if, if, if I only got 20, 30, 40 years left, you're not going to own it. When you die, you're not going to own it anyway. Mm. So why not sell it all to a trust that where you not only control it now, you control it when you die, but you, you also have control, what we call control from the grave. So, so for the next thousand years, you can technically control that money for the next thousand years in this type of trust. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty fascinating. I mean, for, for a little bit there, it sounds a little bit like setting up a, a, an incorpor a corporation or incorporating your business. Um, you know, I have a little incorporated business. So the business handles a lot of, you know, a lot of whatever comes in and goes out. But obviously, when, when you're when a person's dead and gone, you're not controlling a business from the grave. So, no, the trust, and the problem, problem with a business, uh, Dave, is that um, a business is a statutory structure, meaning it can be sued very simply. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't take anything at all, a stroke of a pen, to sue a business. Uh, and a C Corp, S Corp, LLC, those are all statutory structures, which means with a stroke of a pen, you can be sued and you can lose anything that that company owns. So if you let your company, uh, a lot of people like to say, well, I'm, I have protection from my personal assets if mm -hmm. I have a business. The problem is they let their business own the assets. And so with mm -hmm. the stroke of a pen, someone can sue your business and take everything your business, all the assets in your business, if they if they win their lawsuit against you. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and also businesses do not get control from the grave because no. as, soon, as soon as you die and you're not on the board of that business anymore, that business could could be run right into the ground uh mm -hmm. you know they could they could be bought out i mean there, there's all kinds yeah. of things happen when with a business structure uh when you pass away mm. yeah exactly so so is a trust something i mean is it a personal thing is it done for businesses is it all of the above yes yeah, so you can operate a trust with your business you can mm. have what we call a business trust and you can have a personal trust. But we always start everyone out with a personal trust because the person has to sell all their personal possessions to a personal trust. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so you sell your house, your cars, your boats, your gold, your guns, your jewelry, all the assets you own. We let that go into a personal trust uh, that gives you those five living benefits that we talked about. But you don't own it, but you do control it. You are the trustee. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, most times people set up an irrevocable trust. Their attorney says, well, you can't be the trustee. And the reason they say that is because they actually mess up and make you the grantor. So if you're the grantor in an irrevocable trust, you can't be the trustee because now you don't pass what they call a control test. But what we do is we, we never make you the grantor. We let someone else be the grantor of the trust. So now you can be the trustee and control everything, uh, not only now, not only when you die, but, for, but have the control from the grave. So mm. we want to make sure, number one, you are the trustee of your trust and you actually get to control everything. Um, and so, but yes, we set up the personal trust and we can also set up a business trust, a trust where you actually use uh, the simple tax codes with our trust, but still mm. have all the protections. Uh, mm. Because the simple tax code means you pass through income. So what we do is the, the business trust is simply a pass-through trust where all that active income, all that taxable income can come in 
and then be passed through down to your personal trust. Um, and so we, we have strategies for people that want to set up a business trust, operate their business from a trust. There's no law or rule or requirement for you to operate from a C-Corp, an S-Corp, an LLC, any of those statutory, uh, you know, garbage mm. type structures, you know, the mm. ones that can get you in trouble, uh, you know, they get you sued, they, 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 you get taxed to death. For instance, yeah. an S-Corporation. Uh, United States, an S corp, they, it forces W two income tax on the owner himself or herself. So um, W two is the highest form of tax known to man is the W two income. So um, you don't want to force taxation on yourself as a business owner, um, no. but the S corp actually does that. It forces W two taxation on the business owner. So we we show you how to get away from that, and and you know never you don't ever have to pay your yourself w2 income if you don't want to huh interesting yeah because one of the reasons that i did incorporate i don't know if it's the same up in here here is can in canada as it is in the states but uh was you know there were tax benefits it's not incredible benefits but there are some tax benefits to uh you know running an incorporated business so how does how is a trust taxed or how how does that work Okay, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the trust has its own uh, tax return. It has its own EIN number. Um, it, it files what's called a 1041. So a, a person, a human, files a 1040, but a trust um, is also, it also has all the protections of the con constitutional protections that, that a person does, and it has its own EIN number, uh, but it files what's called a 1041. It's just a different return, uh, type of return, but... Um, but it, it does file its own return and you can, you can, you can use your trust, um, with, you can, you can operate your trust with your business if you want to, or you can get rid of your businesses and, and operate with, with two trusts. One is, you know, the, like I said, the business trust, you can operate with a business trust and a personal trust, or you mm. can just have one personal trust and operate with your businesses. Um, mm. But what we have to do is explain to people. We usually do a little, uh, you know, a Zoom conference call with them and show them how, with the personal trust, only passive income can come into the personal trust in order to get all those five living benefits. We, we can't allow yeah, any okay. active income coming in. Um, and so, and that's what we do. So, if someone says, "Hey, I just want a personal trust," then that's real simple. What we do is we we set the trust up to work with their LLC or C corp, S corp. Um, and we pull all their profits from their business into the trust, but we do it through passive income, not active income. So uh, rents, royalties, interest, dividends, K-1 passive and capital gain, those are the six types of passive income. So mm -hmm. as long as that profit from your business comes into the trust through one of those six types, uh, you, you, will, you, you get to have the ultimate tax benefits, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, one of the five living benefits that we talk about. So. Um, you don't need two trusts, but it's you, you actually save more in tax if you have two trusts. Mm -hmm. But if it, let's let's say for instance you can't get rid of your LLC, maybe you have business partners. A lot of people have business partners where they can't get rid of the LLC or can't get rid of the C corp. It's no problem. We can pull profits from those other entities into the trust using passive income. So interesting. And you guys go over all of this in detail, you know, when somebody expresses an interest in, in possibly getting a trust, right? 
Correct. And uh, yeah. we have we have pre-recorded videos you can watch. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's what people do. They'll spend hours and hours doing research. And, you know, they, they like to call their CPA. And what's funny is when you call your CPA, those, we have yet to find anyone that had a CPA that knew what we that we, what we do. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah. I've been doing this since 2012. So, um, mm. you know, we, there is no uh, there usually is not a CPA that understands how this works because they don't teach this this part of the tax code. Mm. They teach all the other codes. But for some reason, it's very hard to find a CPA that understands what's called complex trust accounting. Mm. Uh, everyone knows how living trusts work. Everyone knows how revocable trusts work, how this, all the simple trusts work. So there's basically two, two tax codes. There's the complex codes and the simple codes. Hmm. And 99.9% .9 of all the trusts out there always fit into the simple tax codes, but not the complex codes. And hmm. so what we end up doing is um, we end up usually having to explain or educate people CPAs on how everything works. But um, are they receptive? <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes they are. That most yeah. CPAs, unfortunately, don't have an open mind. Hmm. Uh, they're very closed minded normally. So, um, but, but the tax code, if you print it out, it's going to go all the way from the floor, all, all the way to the ceiling in whatever yeah. room you're in. Yeah. And so, you know, who's going to read 14,000 pages? No, 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 very mind numbing stuff. And I guess as a, a person who doesn't know a whole lot about this kind of thing, you know, I mean, the word trust kind of instills a little bit of fear because you're trusting something or this trust or you know a company to manage the trust so i i guess maybe that's something you know we can we can find out diving deeper into it or sometimes yeah. you're right about that dave most of the times when someone sets up an irrevocable trust they will hire a bank or someone to be the trustee and manage everything mm. but you don't have to do that with our program you actually become the trustee not we don't we, we encourage you to be the trustee, not to hire someone else to do it. And so the reason that everyone normally will go hire another structure is because whoever set up their trust, they made the customer the grantor. And, mm. and you, you can't be the grantor and the trustee at the same time. And mm. the IRS doesn't allow it. So, mm. um, and so therefore, that's why we don't let our clients be the grantor. We let we make them choose someone, someone other than them or their family members to be the grantor of their, of their trust. And and uh, it doesn't mean the grantor has any control of anything in your trust. They simply, you know, sign it in about five places. They appoint you as the trustee and then they resign. They have absolutely nothing to do with your trust ever again. Huh. And so, uh, but the most attorneys, they mess up by making the customer the grantor. And what that mm. does is forces that customer to go out and have to hire a trustee. And so we, we fix all that because we set it up correctly from the beginning. Mm, cool. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really, really neat and uh, secure. And um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Before you before you ask what I would say, Dave, is, is the number one benefit that people get with our program is 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 paying no capital gains on their investments. Uh, that's the, that's most of our clients. They're realtors. They're investors. They they flip houses. They 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 buy and sell companies. 
you know, these people are buying and selling all the time and, and they're just paying massive taxes. Every time they turn around, they're paying more taxes. And so what we show them how to do is when they set up this trust, uh, our clients never pay tax on capital gains ever again, because the tax code says it in the tax code, it says gains from the sale or exchange of a capital asset shall be excluded. Okay. So when you, hmm. you flip that house or you buy that business and, you know, you have this massive capital gain. The, the tax code in our trust says it's there is no gain. Okay, it, mm. there's a gain, but it's the, the the tax code says it's excluded. In other words, if it's excluded, uh, you don't pay tax on it. And so, mm. um, and so we show people how that works. If, you know, every time you buy and sell something, you know, are, are you paying are you paying capital gains or not? If you are, then let, let, we can show you how to fix it. So. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, what I was going to say was um, a fair number of the people listening to this are, you know, likely looking for not only ways to, you know, pay less tax and, and have every, every advantage that they, that they want and should, should uh, deserve, but also uh, some of them are looking for business opportunities. So um, tell us a little bit about, you know, if someone is interested in this whole concept and might want to start, you know, referring people to you. Is there an opportunity there, or they can, you know, they can come through me and uh, and and eventually get connected with you? And there's an opportunity there. Yes, there is. We have two different uh, positions as far as if you want to uh, make some referral commissions. So we have an we have a consultant position, and we have an affiliate position. So affiliates are not full-time. They're just part-time people that just want to refer someone every now and then. Uh, they have basically no requirement to produce a sale or to refer anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just an affiliate. They make a nice affiliate commission. The affiliate commission is pretty nice. It's 15% of the, to- mm-hmm. the cost of the program. So it's okay. pretty nice commission. But the consultants make more, but the consultants also have to sell uh, one every four months or, or at okay. least three per year. So mm-hmm. um, we have over, I think we have over 80 consultants today. And uh, the, the simple requirement to be a consultant is, you know, you, you need to sell at least three per year. And to okay. get a higher commission, we, we require a little bit more, you know, active work in that, mm-hmm. you know, most of our consultants are insurance people, insurance agents or realtors and people like that, that just, Hey, Scott, here's a customer. They're about to sell their house. They're going to have this massive capital gain. Please help them. You yeah. know, and they 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 become a consultant, and you know, mm-hmm. um, they make they actually make more from us than they do from being a realtor. It's it's mm. pretty funny. That's that's awesome. Is this just in the USA right now? Um. So the trust is set up as a domestic trust in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. But we have multiple customers that live in other countries, um, mm-hmm. you know, because the, the trust that we sell is a common law uh, based trust. It's based in the common law right to contract, which over 120 countries, uh, they do recognize common law. So so the trust actually functions and works in other countries. Um, OK, so no, that's not a problem mm. if you do live or work in another country. So gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's interesting stuff. I mean, it's kind of heavy in one sense, but simple in another. And 
Uh, I know you're you're doing some great things, and you have weekly uh, Zoom meetings with your with your people. And um, so, if you're listening to this, um, you know, and you're interested, yeah, just go to the show notes for this episode at the end, and um, and we will uh, we'll get you connected up with Scott and his company, uh, which is Nexus International, is it not? Yeah, and that's and you want to spell it right because most people misspell it. Yeah, uh, it's any X X like two X's like X ray, and then two yeah. S's like Sam. So any X X E S S. Nice. I'll have a I'll have a link in the show notes for this episode, and uh, that's awesome. I appreciate your time today, Scott. This will this will be a neat little episode, and um, I look forward to hopefully connecting you up with uh, some of the listeners who want to learn more. I'd love to talk to him. Uh, sorry for my coughing and allergies today, but thanks so much for the time, Dave. I really appreciate you doing the podcast today. No, it's all good. Thanks, Scott. And we'll be talking soon. Okay, bye. All right. Hey, and thanks again to Scott McGrath for taking part in this episode of the podcast. Um, I hope you found it interesting. And if there was anything in there that piqued your interest, either setting up a trust itself or learning how you may be able to um, help refer people to these trusts and earn some income that way, um, just go to msipodcast.com slash 017 for episode 17. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to bringing you the next episode very soon.